Welcome to Too Old for TikTok, the podcast where two 30-year-olds guide you through the latest trends, creators, and stories from the TikTok universe. I'm Melissa Rosen. And I'm Dina Greenbaum. Somebody come get them. They're too old for TikTok. Somebody come get them. They're too old for TikTok. Hi, Melissa. Hello, Dina. How are you? I'm great. We have a really fun episode that made me binge all of Love is Blind this weekend so we could talk about it. But I got to be honest, it was one of the best weekends. Just knowing I had to binge this show, I had such a good time. Yeah, you you really came through. I got to say, I was telling Dina to watch Love is Blind and she was just like, all right, yeah, I'll do it this weekend. <laughs> got just through it all. the entire series in like 24 hours. <laughs> um, not unlike Kim K, who tweeted that she's obsessed with Love is Blind season two. So. Right? I saw that too. I'm very tempted to DM her and ask her what she thinks. I think I'll probably DM her a link to this podcast when it comes out. Well, I don't think Kim's going to read your DM or listen to our podcast, but we could dream. I mean, I've DM'd her dozens of times already at this point, and she's never responded, but you never know. I mean, you've told the story on the podcast, but you did meet her, and you did have a lovely interaction with Kim, so you have a rapport. Exactly. I don't know if she remembers me as the girl who peed next to her in a stall and then gave her paper towels, but I'll always remember her from that interaction. (laughs) She probably remembers you. She was needing some paper towels in a, in a dire time. And you came yeah, through. I did. I also would like to set the scene for our listeners of what you're wearing right now because it's distracting because it's a lack of what you're wearing. So I see Melissa's back in the mirror and it's bare. It's a bare back. So she's basically not wearing anything except like a scarf. It's not a scarf. It's a sweater around her neck. So, like, I can't see anything X-rated, but she just looks to be recording in the nude. (laughs) I explained this to Nina's that I did um, a dance workout prior to this, and I had on a sports bra, and it's very hot in my house now, so I was just going to wear the sports bra, but as I was sitting here waiting to record, I realized I'm very uncomfortable in this tight sports bra. I'm going to take it off, but the only thing I had on hand was a sweater and it's way too hot to put on this sweater so I just tied it around my neck so it would cover my bosom but not be too hot. Well you look great. I'm so happy you can be recording in the nude with me. Yeah maybe this podcast will be like x-rated or something now that we've set the scene. I just took a screenshot. Oh great okay good. All right, before we get into Love is Blind, we have two audio trends that came up on my For You page this week. The first audio trend is to the song Funky. And this time, we're gonna get funky. Basically, everyone's just saying that they didn't have the sex talk, but, and then they'll explain what happens. Yeah, so one by at Maya Knight. She posts, I never had the sex talk, and that's probably why I thought I could go a whole summer only using the pull-out method and not get pregnant with twins. And the video in the background is her with two bouncing baby twins. That one's great. A lot of them have to do with kids. 
Oh, one of them actually doesn't use the sex talk. It says, I'm all in for female rights, but if World War Three happens, I do indeed belong in the kitchen. And she's dancing, and the user is Lourdes Andrew. I love that one. I, yeah, unfortunately, I agree with it. <laughs> Yeah, there's some other ones. Example, someone's like, I never had the sex talk, but I did have the your dad's going to jail talk. I had the why are you so sad? I had it so much worse than you talk. Like, there's just a lot of people pointing out things that are just as, if not, like, more meaningful to talk about. That, the, I don't know, their parents never spoke to them about or, I don't know, something that they spoke to them about that maybe they shouldn't have and they should have just had a normal sex talk. It's interesting. And I guess the song goes with it because people didn't have this talk. Things get funky. The next trend is Gangnam Style. It's a remix. Here it is. <laughs> This trend is really dark and it's a, everyone's using it in a really dark way, but there's like a funny twist on it. So people are making light of terrible situations that they've been in. So at Brunette Supremacy XO, she has the caption, my parents forcing me to go watch my cousin be athletic in Boston. And the next slide is the Boston Marathon. And then she says, I was bombed, so she's a Boston Marathon victim. So she's making light of the situation, and she's okay, but she survived the bombing. What a dark trend. Oh, this trend is so dark, and I had to pull myself out because, and we'll read a few more examples, but it's the kind of thing where everybody starts asking for a story time because the things are so dark, and then you can really just get stuck on a very dark side of TikTok. But I will say, I do feel like this kind of humor is very prevalent on TikTok and with like a younger generation where you take your trauma and make it funny and a lot of other people can relate to it. And so there's comedy in that, that, you know, we can all relate to this thing that's really dark. And so there's a little bit of comedy there. They also, with the trend, they use something called the image spin effect. So it's this really old looking, almost reminds me of like a the screensaver back in the 90s where the cube, it was like a 3D cube that just like bounced around the screen. Yeah. So it's really like a super archaic looking effect. So pair that with like these really traumatic stories. It's just all sort of absurd and funny, but really dark. There was another one by at Kate Schmidling who wrote me having really bad period cramps and having to go to the ER, and then it spins and reveals a newborn baby. (laughs) She had a baby unknowingly. Very traumatic. I don't get how people don't know that they're pregnant. I mean, there's TV shows about and stuff, so clearly, like, it happens a lot, but, like, I just don't understand. Don't, like, where's your stomach? There's a specific condition it might be called like ectopic pres- pr- 
pregnancy. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. But there is a specific condition where you actually, like, continue to get your period even if you're pregnant. So that's why in particular there are women who, like, yeah, there's really, like, no reason they would actually think they were pregnant. And it's terrifying. It is really terrifying. There was one by at story of Hannah's life that she wrote, like, me in 2019 wondering my fi- why my fiancé was being so quiet and weird on a random Tuesday. And then the thing spins and it reveals he was planning to murder me. Oh, jeez. What? <laughs> so obviously, story stuff time. like that, people are like, story time. There's one by at Shay3 underscore butter. And her caption is me thinking I'm about to catch me passing out on camera for the first time. And then the thing spins into her just saying, I had a fucking seizure. And she captured it on camera. It's so dark. Well, I'm glad all these people are okay, though. Everyone's okay, and they've found their people on TikTok, and now they all have, you know, an outlet for it and people they can relate to. So thank God for that. Thank but you, yeah, TikTok. I can't spend yes. much more time on this trend. That's, it's really no. dark. Let's move on to Love is Blind. Yes! Okay, so, I mean, spoilers are ahead. If you haven't completed yes. all of Love is Blind Season 2 yet, stop this. Um, we're definitely going to spoil it. But, you know, maybe be like Dina and go binge it all in a day and then come back to this. <laughs> so some of our favorite reality accounts have been following Love is Blind and commenting on it. One in particular we love is at Gillette Slays. Now, we really need to talk about Shayna from Love is Blind, because in, like, episode two or three, spoiler alert, she dumps Kyle, or almost dumps Kyle, because he's not Christian. But yet in episode one, she was telling Shane that she likes to get pounded five times a day. Not Shayna turning up to Sunday Mass with a swollen puss, singing the word of the Lord. Respectfully, she was legit sitting there bragging about how much sex she can have. Is that Leviticus or... No, stop. My girl has actually got Bible verses in the bio. John 14, verse 6. I'm guessing that's not the bit about saving yourself for marriage. Or does she just believe some bits of the Bible and not others? Yeah, so his take on Shayna is absolutely right. But also, like, I don't know. Can you judge someone on their religion? Like, I don't... I, I guess I don't get religion in that sense. Like, every, I just feel like People make up their own rules. Clearly, Shayna makes up her own rules. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I mean, I probably wouldn't call her out for sleeping with everyone. I would call her out for being a terrible person and, like, not having a great personality. (laughs) But um, not, yeah, I don't know. What do you think? I mean, yeah, it's definitely, like, slut-shaming. Yeah. (laughs) But at the same time, like, I find this take hilarious. And I think, like, I don't know, in context, like, yeah, Shayna just was very quick to put on her holier-than-thou personality of, like, Natalie's no good for you and I'm so much better than Kyle. Like, she was so... She just seemed like she felt like she was better than everyone that I find it enjoyable to watch her get knocked down a yeah. few pegs. To- yeah. I totally agree. She was, I w- I'm not going to say she was likable at the reunion, but I think Kyle kept trying to get a rise out of her, and she was completely just like, 
kept apologizing. So I think she spoke to like some good PR person who just said, just shut up, say you're sorry, and that's it, and move on. And she did. And then Shake was able to be the complete opposite of that. Like, yeah, we'll get we'll get to him. Yeah, no, I think and I feel like this happened last season, too. I think, and this is part of why I love this show, is because these people really do seem like people we would know. Like, they're, they are in their 30s, or close to it. They're working people. Like, I feel like the typical people on reality shows are, like, very different than this. I don't know, Love is Blind people, I feel like they tend to have careers, they're older, whatever. So... It's always interesting to me seeing at the reunion, because I felt like this happened last season too, they all acknowledged what happened and were like very aware of people's perceptions of them and like social media's perception of them. And they tried really hard to go against it, like to not feed into it. Like this is not the like old reality TV of, like, embracing the villainhood of, like, Danielle Staub. Like, I think of, like, old Real Housewives of New Jersey. Like, I think a lot of these contestants are just real people living life. They're not planning on, like, being reality stars for the rest of their lives. So it is important for them to come back on the reunion and just, like, yeah, say nothing. Like, don't throw blame on the fire, admit what they did wrong, and just try to, like, move on from it. Except for Shake, but we'll get there. Yeah, except for Shake. Big caveat there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Our next really good reality account that we love is at Zachary Reality. And he highlighted some pictures of Sal and Natalie saying that they belong together instead of Natalie and Shane, obviously. Are they, do you think that Sal and Natalie are together now? They have those like cute pictures that Zachary was posting. I don't think so. I don't, I think we would know. Yeah. Um, I think it's, I mean, obviously the dating pool is bigger than this one group. Like, I do think they're all friendly, but I don't think that they, like, have felt like they needed to date another person in the group after the show. But I like, like, yeah, Zachary Reality, he was just posting a lot of very funny little videos, catching up with everyone. He did one where he used that song like i know something you don't i know something you will never know that song he posted a picture of him with nick and then a different picture of him with danielle and it was just weird i think he posted it prior to the wedding so that's why that he was alluding that like oh they're still together that's what i know and you don't but in the captions, like, the first picture just sort of looked like he was in a relationship with Nick. Oh, that's hilarious. And so a lot of people were like, um, wait, what are you trying to tell us? Like, are you, were you his ex? Are you currently with him? So um, that was, like, one of his first videos that caught my eye. But, yeah, he's just been posting all his thoughts on, on the contestants, which is really funny. The next category of talking about Love is Blind on TikTok are clips of the show and then people commenting on them and i hadn't noticed this when i watched it but at amanda storms posted that when they all finally meet up in mexico uh shake just gives sal a glass to hold and like walks away which is just so rude but very in line with shake's personality but he doesn't say like can you please hold my glass 
literally just hands it to Sal and Sal's then just holding two glasses. It's like such a great thing to pick up on. I'm obsessed. When I saw this, I was just, I didn't notice it either. This is the beauty of some people on TikTok will just find these clips like that. And it's something I would find funny even if I didn't know these characters. Yep. But now that, yeah, knowing who Sal is and who Shake is, it's very fitting. I loved that clip. There was also a clip that I thought was funny in the show in and of itself, but then brought to TikTok, of course, the comments, everything makes it funnier. There was the scene where Sal got hit in the head with, like, an umbrella when they were on the patio dining. That was just funny in general. That was funny, and the user named at Adderbet, she posted that this would give me the ick. So she was saying, I don't know. And the comments were like, why does that give you the ick? I think you might be using it wrong. But for our listeners who are too old for TikTok, the ick is used and it's the definition is where attraction to current or potential partner is suddenly flipped to a feeling of disgust. So maybe (laughs) like because he wasn't like good enough to catch it or you know that that would give the ick but i think it is a funny use of it because i don't know the the ick to me is like if someone is like chewing with their mouth open or like spinning as they talk or something like that like if something falls on you it's not their fault so i found such a parallel between this and the episode of curb your enthusiasm where larry walks into a glass door yes and then Lucy Liu, like, stops finding him attractive. Yep. And, basically, like, right. his friend is just so like, good. yeah, no, that's it. She can never see you as a sexual <laughs> being now, like, after you walked into a glass door. I feel like that's exactly what this girl was referring to. That, like, Sal just getting hit by an umbrella. It just, something about, yeah, it was like Mallory lost all, or this girl lost all her sexual feelings towards Sal in that moment. <laughs> That's such a good parallel. Wow. There was another really funny clip that at Nath Attack pointed out. It was when Shane was at the altar and he, you know, Shane has a lot of twitches and movements, but he was like scratching his neck. He's looking over his shoulder. He keeps sort of like hiding his neck. It's just a weird looking clip. And she points out, like, this is literally what somebody looks like after they've gotten a zombie bite in a movie and they don't want the others to know because they know they'll be, like, kicked out of the house or something. It's, it was just such a great joke on top of that clip. It fit perfectly. It did. I agree. Shane could be a zombie. Who knows? <laughs> Once you hear her say that, it's like, yeah, wait, he really does have the mannerisms of like somebody who was just bit by a zombie <laughs> he and is slowly turning into one. So now we get to the contestants who have TikTok accounts. The first one is Hasib, and his handle is at Hasib Legal. He's a lawyer, I guess. He did not get picked to move on, but he was in the pods. He came to like the Chicago barbecue. And he's, like, teasing it. I haven't seen him post any videos of, like, substance that, like, gives anything away. He's just like, so what do you want to know? Like, I was here. 
Yeah, he posted a really funny one. He was also at Shake and Deep D's wedding. Yes. And there's a picture of him in the background, like, after Deep D says no, and Shake's like, let's celebrate, and he just looks really awkward in the background. So he pointed that out. Yeah, he was even texting. He was like, what do you want me to text Shake? What do you want me to text Deep D? So he, he texted them based on what TikTok users wanted him to say. Now, Kyle has been killing it on TikTok. I feel like he's the biggest TikToker out of the cast. He has 158,000 followers. Every, now, after the reunion, everyone wanted Dipti and Kyle to get together. And I think he totally like played off of that. And one of his most popular videos, he reveals that Dipti is like just standing in the back. So the comments were going crazy. Like Everyone's rooting for them. Yeah, and his handle is at Kyle Abrams 10 He has done a lot of great videos. He's actually a great follow on TikTok. There's a reason why he's he's got so many followers already. He's by far the most popular contestant on TikTok. People were even asking, like, what's your ethnicity? Because that came up because Shayna's family was pretty clearly racist towards him. <laughs> um, so people wanted to know, what's your ethnicity? And a lot of people in the comments were just saying, like, he's half Wolf, half Taylor Lautner. And I saw he kept responding to all of them with, like, laughing emojis. So I, I love that he's, like, finding his his people on there. He's been posting, like, thirst traps because, like, he has a very nice six-pack. He just, yeah, honestly, I feel like I find him more attractive on TikTok. Just the way he's been posting trends and interacting with people it's showing like a much more playful side of him. I was sort of annoyed with him on the show because I was like, why are you chasing Shayna? Like she's so terrible and you're like not getting any of the hints. But I like his TikTok, so I like him now. Yeah, he does have an amazing body. So I like when he did a side by side of him and Taylor Lautner. I think he's probably more attractive than Taylor Lautner. Mm. Wow, high praise. Yeah. The next contestant on TikTok is Natalie. My favorite thing about her account is that her like byline is, is she new here with four question marks? Like this is just so her personality. Yes. I can't explain why, but yeah. Yes. No. And like she doesn't have that many videos or is it just the one video she has? Two now. Oh, because the only video I had seen was just like, her she posted how like she wasn't gonna watch the show because she figured she already knew everything that happened but then in the trailer she saw all this drama and all these fights that she didn't know about so she was like oh okay I'm gonna tune in and she had like a funny little effect on her face like she was like a mouse like curious to hear more so I love Natalie I think she's so funny and that's what made me ultimately so mad at Shane Mm -hmm. on her behalf because Shane didn't find her funny like I feel like he never got her jokes he didn't understand when she was like being sarcastic he it bothered me so much because Natalie was so funny and he just like did not get it like he would get offended by her jokes and that pissed me off yeah he's too insecure when I was live texting you as as I was watching I literally my text was like Shane is so rude clearly Natalie's joking yeah. laugh at her jokes and don't then get mad that you're not giving getting compliments like I feel like like we could definitely relate to this because like I can't take compliments well 
and like I can't give them sincerely. So if mm-hmm. I like someone, I'm going to be joking with them. I'm not going to be sincere about it. And definitely Natalie is that for sure. It was not a good fit for Shane. I know. I was like, I do. I feel like she's somebody we would be friends with and we would like dislike Shane and their relationship but we wouldn't know how to bring it up to her you know we would just be like oh yeah she's like with this guy they're not a good match but whatever (laughs) so I'm glad that she did make the right decision I still just watching the reunion I still wanted to like just be like Natalie like it bothers me that they're still pitting it as that it was somebody's fault I don't think it was anybody's fault nor do I think it was just the one thing Shane said they just speak two completely different languages like there's no way it was gonna work and it bothers me that Natalie still is crying over it and even Shane is still upset over it and that they're talking about it as if like oh it was just one thing that happened like no you literally speak two different languages (laughs) it could never work just stop stop I stop being sad I'm obsessed with her parents. Her parents were like stole every scene they were in. Her dad yeah. seems like the sweetest man. Her mom seems hilarious too. I feel like I would just watch a show of the three of them or like oh. the parents trying to find love for her. Like they were great on camera. Yeah, I hope she posts more on TikTok. She I like went through her Instagram and her Instagram's really funny too. She had like some funny joke about like Instagram versus reality and it was like her on a boat but then like the next picture was like she like had to get surgery like she hit her head or oh, something geez. oh god but like she made a joke about it she's funny if that was Shane he would be like oh my god I hurt myself this is so terrible but like genuinely mean it at least Natalie can joke about it oh one last thing before we get off the topic of Natalie and Shane I feel like he was so upset that night and they got into the blow-up fight because he missed all the baseballs. That's yes. what set him off. Why did, No one said that at the reunion. I thought it was going to come up for sure. But he's such a little man-child. He, yeah. he got like belligerently drunk because he was embarrassed because he didn't hit any baseballs. Like, yes. Yes. What no, man-child. that's the thing. And it, it's like you think he's joking at first, no, but then you realize, no, joke. he's – he doesn't know how to joke. He's a hundred percent serious all the time. He just seems like a goofball, but he's actually not. He's yeah. always serious, and that is so off-putting to me. And I, that's yeah. No, I was mad that they didn't like bring that up more at the reunion either, because I feel like somebody does need to reassure Natalie that like no, there's something off here, <laughs> and it's not just like I don't know. It's not just one thing he said, like, he does, like, I mean, the two of them are just very different, whatever. He can be a serious person, but the fact that Natalie isn't, like, it just wouldn't work. Yes, okay, let's move on from them and go on to the most controversial character, and I'm calling him a character because he's just not a human being, as Nick Lachey said. (laughs) Definitely not. Yeah. He's fully embraced, just like, he he wants to be the Daniel Staub. Yeah, of for, the for reality sure. TV right now, yeah. So his presence on TikTok is so funny because as of today, he only has 855 followers. And it's definitely his real account. Like, no, like it's yeah. 100% him uploading videos of himself. And the mm-hmm. comments are all trashing him. They're all <laughs> saying you treated, like, Deepti so terrible. 
uh, my favorite insult someone said you remind me of my uncle because that's what he yes oh that was so good i saw that one yeah (laughs) and uh yeah his handle is the puppy doc so he's really trying to lean into like being a vet and like posting he just posted a cute video of a cat and everyone in the comments are like doesn't make me like you more like you're just still an asshole i would never bring my animal to you so oh it's it's great it's great to see this like reality show just like playing out for the audience to like interact and all bond over on tiktok totally and he i'm pretty sure he started the account prior to being on the show and yeah i think he's been trying to brand himself because he's also the puppy doc on instagram yeah so i think even prior to the show he's been just trying to build his brand as a vet which makes sense yeah you know every small business does that but it's so funny because he's trying to pivot now into being a consultant and a coach oh my God, you know right. like his every bio <laughs> says like certified yeah. life coach who the fuck yes. is getting life coaching from him it's just like the classic like if you get a little bit of fame like how can you exploit people and make money over it like oh become a life coach you know you don't actually have to do anything i feel like he's really leaning into just like how can i wring this 15 minutes of fame out for all it's worth and yeah part of me thinks that it was he did devise like i really want to make a splash and the easiest way to do that is to just be the villain to go crazy which he did at the reunion but if you watch some of his older videos there's one i loved that was just a candid and this was like posted before anything really went wild it was just him and shane hanging out at his apartment on TikTok, watching the show as it aired. And it's really funny because Shane is in the background being like, I can't watch this. Turn it off. I can't watch it. And Shake is saying like, haha, like Shane can't watch himself. And it really was just totally innocent. Like there was nothing bad about it. It was just like, yeah, these two friends watching the show. If anything, it was sort of cool to see that, oh yeah, they are friends off camera. And they were hanging out watching the show when it aired. But that was pretty crazy to see. Like, you're right. Like, sort of breaking that wall of, like, just seeing him live his day-to-day on TikTok, especially before everything really went crazy. Yeah, sorry. His byline is actually a veterinarian DJ certified mindset coach. So not life coach, mindset coach. Right. Yeah. I feel like we also forget, like, the fact that he really needed them to, like, call out that he's a a part-time DJ like that was a red flag to begin with oh we should have been like if he so wasn't true. just like yeah I'm a vet the fact that he's like no I'm a DJ like oh we should have known oh god right all right moving on to Shane on TikTok he has no posts yet but I feel like he's gonna try to capitalize on his 15 minutes his handle is at Shane Jansen which is his name his profile picture looks like a mugshot genuinely. oh god <laughs> oh god worth looking at just the profile yeah and then deep d has no posts yet her handle is at life with deeps but she was on nick vale from the bachelor's podcast and love what she has to say about shake here's the clip 
if Shake ever needed me, I've been there for him. You know, sometimes he calls me when he watched an episode or something, and he's like, I'm really upset about this. And I'm like, what's wrong? Like, I'm the one who should be upset. Wait, but, so wait, he, he would call you after the episodes and talk about he was upset with without even commenting about the shit he was saying about you? He lacks so much self-awareness, and he thinks he's like a character on a TV show. Like, this is real life and real people's feelings. And he's constantly trying to blow me up now, like, and posting pictures of me from back after filming had wrapped and like he's kind of like insinuating on social media that we are like amicable or that we're friends and it's just frustrating yeah Yeah. and I'm, I'm trying not to engage because that's what he wants he wants my energy yeah I feel like obviously Deep D has come out the queen and all of this i I haven't seen anything negative from anybody i i think everybody just decided we're all in love with deep d yeah she's just genuinely good person and perhaps her and kyle will date which will be great yeah now there's been so many comedians on tiktok doing parodies of love is blind so we just pulled out our some of our favorites and the first one is dana mooner has been just recreating certain scenes and becoming the characters. Our favorite one is of her being Shane and Shayna. I just need more reassurance from you. Like, are you in this for me? Yeah, I already told you that I kind of like you. Did you ask Natalie to be your girlfriend? Who cares? Because I care. (gasps) I sent her a letter that said, check yes or no if you want to be my girlfriend. Shane, did Natalie check yes? She stop breathing like that and just answer the question. She took us. Shayna, before you go. What? Can I keep your focus? Ew, no. She just has their Very mannerisms. Yeah, spot on. <laughs> yes, eerily spot on. There's one you sent me also that I loved was a Jewish version of Love is Blind by at Taylor underscore P underscore Miller. Are you Jewish? So what was your bar mitzvah theme? Never talk about this, but I really wanted to make my bat mitzvah theme Taylor's candy bar. But my mom told me too many people were doing that back in 07. And she just didn't want me to be, you know, like the other kids. I went with Broadway, but a little twist on it. More New York than Broadway. That little girl inside of me always just wanted to do Taylor's candy bar. I can't believe you pulled that story out of me. I just feel so vulnerable around you. Yeah, the bar mitzvah theme as being like the central controversial thing that they're talking about. Like, oh, we're going to get really deep yeah. about the bar mitzvah theme is so smart. Like, oh, I didn't get to have Taylor's candy, but yes. I had to do Broadway in New York. Very funny. Oh, God, it's so, so true. And this video was my favorite by far because I was thinking it the whole time I was watching the reunion but I never could verbalize it. The user at Beauty and the Blair said it perfectly. Breaking news, Chicago, Illinois is experiencing a sock shortage. For just 99 cents a day, you can sponsor the ankles of a love is blind male star. None of the guys wore socks. No socks. Yeah, I I love that she pointed this out. Again, this is just, this is what makes TikTok such a wonderful place again and again it's it's so prime for comedy because you can point out something that we all have seen but we haven't really 
thought about. And I think in so many ways, like, yes, the clip of the socks did it. The clip uh, we we all missed of, like, Shake giving Sal his drink without even asking him. There's so many little things like that coming to TikTok and being able to bond with other viewers over stuff like this is just so rewarding. And I absolutely love that the worlds have merged and I've been able to get my love is blind fix on TikTok. Yes. Well, I have you to thank for pushing me to binge this whole season in one weekend. And then I have TikTok to thank, as you said, for allowing me to just be with my friends in this community and enjoy the show beyond what it is and still be with the people yeah yeah thanks everyone for listening to episode 88 and visit our blog too old for tiktok.com the number two the number four follow us on instagram and tiktok thank you thank you thanks for listening see you next time